welcome to the shift to the Marauders era guided meditation. Start by relaxing and laying down, getting into whatever position is most comfortable for you. Entering this reality, you'll be gifted 
a wand. And it is up to you to get clear on and identify what spells you would have in this reality, in the character that you will be shifting with right now getting clear on and identifying this for the next minute or so. taken your final step through this multi-dimensional portal, fully merging and shifting with the Marauder's Era version of you.
And so, what comes into vision are trees, logs on the ground, grass, flowers, and all sorts of different fairy tale like things that you would see in a forest. Giant mushrooms that move on their own, pinching into a certain position and then releasing spores into the air. Where could you be, you think to yourself? Hello, who's there? You hear a voice shouting from behind you. And as you look back, you actually see a few animals, which surprises you seeing as you could have sworn you heard a human's voice. The wolf says to you, I've never seen you around here before. You better state your business. You feel that too, right? The dog says to the wolf. Yeah, something's definitely off with this one. As a matter of fact, it feels like a human, just like us. Questioning what these animals are talking about, you look down at yourself and notice that even you have transformed into an animal. Your favorite animal at that. Which animal are you? A small rat appears out of nowhere on top of the wolf's head and then says, Oh, look it, it's a ferret human. And then the deer sighs and says, this is clearly not a ferret. It's obviously a, and then it says what you actually are. And then the rat scratches his head and says, my eyes must be going dull. Never mind that, these animals walk up to you and start asking you a series of questions. And for the next few minutes, playing out a conversation with these four animals, a deer, a wolf, a dog, and a rat. What kind of things are the five of you talking about? as they ask you things like who you are, how you got here, what you're doing here. And even you don't know 
too much of why you're here. And so you explain that to them. And you even explain to them that you're from a different parallel reality or dimension. And so they introduce themselves to you as Remus Lupin, Peter Pettigrew, Sirius Black, and James Potter. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. And you ask them how these nicknames came about and where they come from. And so they continue explaining to you that they just simply have to do with their names. James Potter, the stag, says to you, you see, Lupin turns into a werewolf when there's a full moon, so we call him Mooney. And we got Pettigrew over here who transforms into a rat, and his tail definitely resembles a worm, so we call him Wormtail. And we got Sirius over here, transforms into a dog who actually has padded feet, so we call him Padfoot. And then I'm James, I turn into a stag. And my antlers, he nods his head a little bit, are clearly prongs, so we call me Prongs. I get it, you start to explain to them. Hey, they could transform into an animal too, right? The dog, Sirius, asks James and then continues with, so doesn't that mean they would need a nickname? Everyone gets silent for a second and looks at each other with agreement. And then they look at you and say, well, what's your nickname gonna be? And for a moment, you think about your nickname and how it would relate to the animal that you transform into and you respond to them, telling them what your anagamous nickname will be. And so after getting to know each other for a while, they all invite you back to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. of the school thought it would be best to put you in with Gryffindor with the others, seeing as you are getting along so well. Well, check it out, says James. are what we call a common room. Us members of Gryffindor just chill here and hang out. 
As you look around, you see a nice relaxing fire and beautiful chandeliers, rugs, and overall just a beautiful room in general. Well, it's official, says James. You're one of us now. Peter looks over at James and then says, you mean a Gryffindor or a Marauder? Both. James gives you both a big grin. Are you sure this one will be able to keep up with us? Sirius says to James. And you ask them what they mean by that. <laughs> James laughs a little bit, jumps into a chair and kicks back a little bit. You see, we're the rock stars of this school. We do whatever we want, when we want. Everybody looks up to us and we get away with everything. Check this out. James walks over to a cupboard in the back of the room, pulling out a very fresh looking map. You see this? We call this the Marauder's Map. We created it ourselves. Basically, nobody knows that we can turn into animals around here, so we just roam the school doing whatever the heck we want at night, causing trouble. Not really with the intention of causing trouble, more so, we just try to have fun, you know? And you respond to James Potter. As he's showing you this map. So what do you say? You wanna go out with us tonight? Explore the school in your animal form? Yes, we could get in trouble if we get caught, but we've been doing this for a while now. Trust me, you'll be fine. And so you agree to James's request for you to join them in their troublesome activities at night. And so you do, you all wait for night to come chilling in the common room, doing different things together, like playing cards, talking, and just little things to pass the time by. Laying in your bed in your Gryffindor room, you hear a knock on your door. Hey, it's me, James. You ready to go? We're about to head out. And you respond to James Potter. As you gather everything you need in your room, what kind of things are you thinking about as you're getting ready to go have a mischievous night with the Marauders?
And so you take this moment to just appreciate what's coming next and set the intention to have as much fun as possible. All right, let's go. And you follow James as he's tiptoeing out of the Gryffindor common room. You see the others gathered, ready to leave as well. And so you do, you all tiptoe out of the room, hoping to not get caught by any of the teachers. There's nothing but candles lit in silence. James, who is holding a light or a candle in his right hand, guiding you all through, says, is everybody ready? And you respond. And what are we doing exactly? You ask James. And then he says to you, we're just gonna have some fun. First, we're gonna go meet a friend of mine named Lily. We always meet together at night. Sirius pokes a joke at James saying, it's his little girlfriend. starts chuckling and laughing as you are tiptoeing through the halls of Hogwarts at night. And then James says, shh, shut up. Not because of what you said, but because we gotta be quiet. And so they all lead you to the girls' bathroom where a beautiful young redhead girl is sitting there on the fountain. Looks like she was waiting for you guys. What took you all so long? The young girl who is sitting on the fountain stands up and walks towards you, giving James a big hug. I missed you, she says to him, and he says it back to her. As you look around in this bathroom that you're in, you realize that it's quite a big room. As you look at the fountain in the middle of the girl's bathroom, you can see snake symbols on it. And for a second, just wonder what they are. single night, causing mischief, having fun, pulling pranks, and things of that sort. And so you all are just kind of hanging out, poking around in this bathroom, waiting for James's instructions on what you all should do next. 
seems to be pacing back and forth, thinking about something that you can all do. And then out of nowhere, he says, I've got it. It's a surprise, so just follow me. Lily grabs hold of his hand, and everybody follows him out of the bathroom and starts heading towards the Slytherin common room. Hey, Peter says to James, why are we heading towards Slytherin room? You'll see why, James says. Lily, who appears to be very uncomfortable with what James has decided, gets very silent and quiet. And so you all sneak into the Slytherin common room, where again, just like the Gryffindor room, is very silent with nothing but candles up and around. This way. Now that we're in the Slytherin common room, it's time to turn into your animal form. And so you do, you all turn into your animal form. Knowing that if anybody sees you in this form, your identity will be kept safe. All right, this way. You all keep following James through some rooms, up some stairs, through this castle. This is the room. With his antlers, he opens the door. And you see a sleeping boy in this green Slytherin room. Very innocent looking boy. With long black hair. Somebody get me that paintbrush that's over there. And Peter, the rat, climbs up onto the bureau, scurries across a couple things that are on top, and grabs the paintbrush, ducks it into some ink, and then brings it over to James Potter, who's in his deer form, and puts it in his mouth. Watch this. For a moment, James is just drawing something on the mirror inside this boy's room. When he's finished, he looks back, proud of his painting, and says, well, what do you think? As you look up and read it, it reads, Snivelrus. Snivelrus, you think to yourself, and then you ask him what that can mean. chuckles a little bit. <laughs> this is the name that we give to this kid. He's such a loser. His real name's Snape, but since he's part of Slytherin, we call him Snivelrus. Lily, who appears to be 
abnormally uncomfortable now, crosses her hands and says, Can we go now? This isn't right, James. What? You still got feelings for this kid? It's not that, it's just... All right then, let's keep going. <sighs> Lily sighs, crosses her arms. Well, you know what? This is going too far this time. I'm out of here. Lily leaves the room. And the others decide to leave as well. You, following behind everybody. Being the last one out of the room. Think to yourself for a moment. You know, I could fix his room and erase what they painted on his mirror very easily. So in this moment, it's up to you if you leave things as they are or go back and fix things. That way, when Snape wakes up, he doesn't know that you guys were in his room. He doesn't feel like he was bullied. Before you could even make a decision, all you hear is stop right there. You look back, and this boy is out of his bed with a wand pointed at you. I knew you guys were in here the whole time. Very low of you to involve Lily in this. Explain yourself. And you do. For the next minute or so, you hold out a conversation with this young boy who eventually introduces himself to you as Snape. explains him the same things that you were explaining to the Marauders about how you got here, who you are, why you're here. You tell him that you're from a different reality and that you're not too sure why you're here. Just yet. But you know it is for a deep reason and purpose. And you explain to him that you had no intention of hurting him that you were even considering totally fixing the prank that they laid upon him. Snape senses a honesty coming from you and lowers his wand and then says, is that so? If that's the case, then I suggest you don't get involved with these four any longer. One of them stole my girlfriend from me and continues to bully me. And so, what leads into a long conversation lasting through the night, you end up becoming very close with this Snape boy, becoming good friends with him. You find yourself sitting on his bed with him and just chatting.
So you call it a night and the next day comes. Today, you fulfill a long first day of school, following around and sticking with your new Marauders friends. Even Snape, you see throughout the day and continue to maintain your friendship with him as well. After school, Sirius comes up to you and says, hey, we're all gonna hang out and watch the sunset later. In our animal forms, you gonna come? And you respond. And so school ends and you all meet up outside the front of the school. Sirius walks by the five of you, gives you a smile, and then when James notices him, he looks away, puts his head down. Well, let's go everyone, James says. Let's go watch the sunset. Wait, you grab James's arm. I want Snape to accompany us this time. Snape, what do you want that snivelrest jerk to come with us for? And you explain to him that since you're from another reality that is from the future, you know a lot of things that he doesn't. and you explain to him that it's the right thing to do. James, who understands that there's definitely something special about you, considers your request and says, fine, just this time. And so you run over to Snape and tell him to join you guys, and he agrees. Now, the seven of you, James, Lily, Sirius, Peter, and Remus, you all walk through this field and find your way to this mountain area where the sun is setting. And for the next few minutes, just imagining you hanging out with the Marauders and Lily and even Snape. What kind of conversations are you all having together? For the next few minutes, playing this out right now.
and after a beautiful day hanging out with your friends and this moment that you loved and appreciated so much. You almost never want it to end. This moment staring at the sunset with your new friends, knowing that there is so much adventure for you to be had here in the Marauders era. You just feel a strong resolve and peace. Friendships will last a lifetime? Lily says to you. And you respond to Lily. And James says something of the sort. Well, I mean, if you get married, then there's no reason why you guys wouldn't be friends forever. says, I mean in general, not just if you get married. But on that subject, Lily comes up with a mischievous little grin and then says to James, on the subject of marriage, we're having a kid, right? James looks all flustered and says, maybe one day. Jeez, don't spring that on me like that. What would we name it, though? Come on, I love talking about this stuff. And then James says, I don't know. Let's let fate decide. We'll figure it out when the time comes. And then Lily looks back at you and says, well, what would you name a kid? Or more so, what do you think we should name our kid? We're just having fun, come on. And you reply to them, Harry. Harry Potter. Hey! James actually seems enthusiastic for a second. Same with Lily as her eyes light up. That's actually not a bad name. It has a nice ring to it. Harry. Lily giggles and then puts her head in James's chest. Harry, I like that. And so you all stare at the sunset and the night fades away. This concludes the shifting to the Marauder's Era Guided Meditation. Make sure you tune into part two, which will be coming soon.